TheOAMNetwork.com. Power to the podcast. Hello, Facebook. Uh, going live. Sports, sports, and sports queued up. I am the host, Quentin Bailey. You find us on the OAM Network. Power to the podcast. Uh, sponsored by Side Street Grill. A couple things to intro into the show. Uh, for the first time, I'm going to go live throughout the show so you can kind of see what we're talking about throughout a little bit. Uh, but we're going to talk about the Chiefs. I got my boy DJ Tennyson going to call in from Kansas City. Give us a feel from there. Uh, See what's going on around them. I got high hopes for the Kansas City Chiefs, personally. Uh, we're also going to talk about the Seattle Seahawks, who are always dangerous. Uh, Russell Westbrook gets paid. Uh, deserving. The reason he stayed there, I can't wait to talk about this. Is I, He's probably my favorite player. Uh, we got a wide receiver bracket coming up. Uh, the greatest receivers of our era, um, minus Jerry Rice, because he would beat everybody, right? So... Uh, he's not in it, but should be interesting to see how that turns out. As I'll be joined by the doctor of sports economics, uh, Mr. Money, and the chef of sports talk, CJ. They will be joining me uh, here shortly. So they're running behind. Uh, but that's cool, man, because uh, I'm excited about this show. A lot to talk about. You see, I got a whole list of topics, right? Tony Romo out of shape. We're going to see what's up with that. Uh, their backup quarterback goes down, which is probably the second biggest position in Dallas, right? So, uh, excited to talk about it. Uh, once again, you find us on the OEM Network, Sports, 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 Queued Up. I'm Quentin Bailey, uh, sponsored by Side Street Grill. Power to the podcast. God is good. Check you later, Facebook. Welcome to another episode of Sports, Sports, Sports Queued Up. I am the host, Quentin Bailey. You find us on the OAM Network, uh, sponsored by Side Street Grill, 35 South Florence. Uh, today, I'm going to be joined by Chef of Sports Talk, CJ, Doctor of Sports Anomics, uh, Mr. Money. Uh, today, we're going to talk about the Seattle Seahawks and the Kansas City Chiefs. So, as we do the Kansas City Chiefs, I got a phone interview here with my man, uh, Daniel Tennyson. How you doing, brother? Just fine, Q. What's going on, guys? Not much, man. We are... Uh, I have high hopes for the Chiefs, but before we talk about them, man, tell me uh, what is this competition that you I see, I see uh, you on Facebook all the time? Yeah, I uh, I got involved. It's called the Highland Games. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of a precursor to the throwing events in the Olympics. Uh, it, it's you know developed in Scotland thousands of years ago. A uh, bunch of farm boys just throwing around rocks and trees and and hay and stuff. Um, and I got involved, I threw in college and then got away from it for about 10 years and then went to powerlifting and things like that. And just kind of got reinvolved with it last year and, and, and took to it and really enjoying what's going on with it, man. I yeah. appreciate you asking about that. Oh, it's cool, of course, man. I, I, I'm fascinated by it. You know, I do my own type of stuff. I wrestle and stuff like that. So I, I love seeing Absolutely. people go outside the box. So I, I think it's pretty cool. Uh, uh, what's your bench press? All time. You, uh, you can make something up a little bit. You can exaggerate a little if you want to. <laughs> Well, I, 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 in competition, the, the most I've ever done on a platform that counted uh, was 481 pounds. Oh so that goodness. was a positive bench press. So. That's pretty impressive, man. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank yeah, you. No problem, man. Well, I, sure, I, I certainly hope that goes well for you, brother. Uh, but we're here to talk about football. And, uh, yes, sir. The Kansas City Chiefs. Now, you're calling from Kansas City. How long have you lived there? Uh, it's been about a decade now. Uh, yeah. I've been out here in Kansas, so yeah. That's cool, man. Doing your family thing. I like that. I respect it. Um, you got it. You got it. Uh, getting your thing together. So the Kansas City Chiefs last season were 11-5. and five. Uh, They won 10 in a row to get into the playoffs, right? And it was a couple right. games. So you look at a couple games early in the season uh, where 
like the Denver game where they fumbled the ball away and very easily this team could have been 13 and 3 uh 14 and 2 and talking about home field right. what a difference that would have made uh so tell right. me going into this season what's the feel there well, I, you know what? We were we were solid last year, man. Even early, you know, you, you alluded to the Denver game, which was a heartbreaker. Uh, and also, I, it was the Vikings game was tough for us, too. I mean, that's when we should have won. I think Chelsea ended up dropping the ball that would have sealed the win for us. Mm-hmm. And then Minnesota come back and and beat us. Uh, it was just two heartbreakers, you know, back-to-back. And then, and then Charles went down, and you got – the whole city is just going, oh, God, here, here we go. Yeah. You know, we're, we're coming in. People are expecting us to compete for the division. We slipped to one and five without Jamal Charles, and, and you just, there's no hope. Um, you know, we had that Char Kendrick West kid step in, and, and my boy from LSU, Spencer Ware, stepped yes. in. Um, Alex Smith started playing lights out. You know, I mean, it, it, the thing last year was without Charles, Smith had to use his speed a lot. And I think you saw that open the offense up for us. Um, and we ended up ripping off ten regular season in a row, and then, and then went to Houston and beat them. Uh, yeah, hand, handled them, the best defense in the NFL, and handled them in Houston. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, end up end up winning by close to thirty points, I think, uh, at Houston. Right, and we jumped on them right from the start. I mean, that opening kickoff, that kid took it to the house, and and it was pretty much over with there. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was fun to watch. And I, you know, talking about last year and, and going to this year, I think. You know, around town, and not not to get too far ahead of where we're going here, but you know, we got Charles back. You got a lot of people wondering how the offense is going to operate now that now that he's back. Um, I yeah. think that's a question mark. A, a lot of people wanted him to, to to be cut actually this year to save the money because uh, you have right, the depth. To save the money. Yeah. Now, now, yeah. We're, I didn't mean to cut you off. I'm a Philadelphia Eagle fan, right? So I've been right. through the Andy Reid's career. Uh, big fan. Uh, we've talked uh, prior when Andy Reid got there, right? You and I discussed. Uh, right. But I, I've never – and I'm biased here, but I've never seen a coach, uh, when players go down, at any position, it, it looks like a deep position. Like uh, in yeah. Philly, we had problems with quarterbacks, running backs, receivers, fill them in. Kansas City, Charles has gone down both season. That playoff game where you right. lost to the Colts a couple years ago, you were down to your fourth string running back. So uh, right. it's, it's a good question to have uh, because you have depth. It's not a uh, – because he can still play. you got to limit his touches anyway, right? Yeah, sure. And, sure. Uh, uh, and to that point, man, I mean, you saw yesterday that big signing of Nick Foles. Yes, uh, I was going to get to that. You and I kind of both, kind of both liked it, uh, and I like it for the exact reason that you said. I mean, we've got Tyler Brain and Aaron Murray at quarterback who've never taken a hardly taken a regular season snap. Yeah, now we've got a backup who's won games and been been to the Pro Bowl. Uh, mm-hmm. so yeah, it, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. and he can right, play, man. and it's a familiar system, and the guy that drafted mm-hmm. him. You know, so it's a perfect yeah. fit. Like when I saw originally, I thought he was going to Dallas. Uh, I later see the reports why he didn't go to Dallas, but there couldn't be a more perfect fit if you're trying to reestablish your career as you fell off with the Rams, as so many quarterbacks do under Jeff Fisher. Right. But, uh, you know, getting Jeremy Macklin last season, that's what allowed you to open up because Dwayne Bowe was a bust, right? Right. And, and uh, so that kind of set you back a little bit. That was Andy Reid's first money he handed out was Dwayne Bowe. And uh, right. but that defense is so solid, man. So it is good. solid. Uh, it is it is really good. I'm actually excited to see what they do. You know, everybody's a big fan of that Marcus Peters kid. He he's just a he's a world beater out there on corner. Yeah. Uh, you know, we did we lost Sean, Sean Smith, Smith on the other side. I think they're going to fill in. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think Philip Gaines is going to take most of the snaps this year out there. Do you like that? Um, no, 
No, no, no, no. Uh, <laughs> I, I think he'll be exposed a little bit. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But you know, you got you got you know Barry over the top of those guys a little bit, and I, I believe Ron Parker out there as well. So they might be able to protect them a little bit. But the, the big deal with us, uh, especially with drafting that Chris Jones kid out of the Mississippi State, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, our front seven is going to get after it this year. Yes, you know, if if, uh, if Houston comes back healthy and you got Tom Ali coming back a little bit healthier, you got Poe, uh, Jay Howard. I mean, our front seven is going to is going to set the tone quite a bit for those boys, and it, it'll be fun. To, our defense will be very fun to watch this year. Yes, it will. It'll force a lot of turnovers, get you in that good field position. Uh, Absolutely, I like you guys to win the division. Uh, a lot of people, you know, some people like San Diego to maybe be a surprise. Some people yeah. uh, really high on Oakland. I'm high on Oakland, but not that high. Uh, right. Denver's falling off. They got question marks. Uh, right. This is the year to strike. I spoke about this with the Jets, with the Patriots uh, in that division. This is the year for the Jets to strike. This is the year for all the teams that were just on the cusp of doing something to make it happen. This is the time. I, I would agree with you. And I think, uh, you know, you alluded to salary cap a little bit ago. At, at last check... You know, we restructured that uh, that Fisher kid and signed him to a four-year deal. It kind of freed up some cap space for us. And then we signed Foles. It kind of ate up some cap space. Um, it looks like Andy Reid and John Dorsey, you know, our GM, are kind of gearing up. And, and, and you hit the nail on the head. We're making a run at it this year. Um, and and they, they pretty much put the money on the table and said, here you go, boys. Let's get it this year. Yes, sir. I, uh, I, I totally so I, feel I, that way. I'm with you. And I and I really think you, you – you, you know, you've got such a good handle on the NFL, dude. You 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 hit the nail on the head with the other teams in the division, in my opinion. Thank you. I think you're going to have three teams with seven to not six to nine wins, mm-hmm. and then I think you know I'm a little biased, but I think you got the Chiefs with ten or eleven, maybe. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and the and the rest of them at seven to nine, and I, I do. I think the Chiefs are going to come out of the West this year. I really do. Yeah, I totally agree, man. I think that would be the majority vote because of the uh, question marks in Denver and uh, San Diego. Uh, they're just not a good football team, right? A lot of people are really high on Phillip Rivers. I am not as high on him to carry you where you don't belong to right. be. Uh, right. And Oakland's up and coming. They're dangerous. I think Oakland will be that yeah. nine win team that you were referring to possibly 10 but I, I do think the Chiefs run away they have a tough uh tough start to the season with some good teams yeah. with some teams they could be battling for uh yeah. for a playoff position but if you can get a home field game man there's no telling what can happen man I agree with you and I you know the first half of our season I think we've got Pittsburgh away Indianapolis away uh San Diego away which San Diego you know, we've won four or five in a row against them, if I remember correctly. But they're all, Phillip Rivers always gets tough for the Chiefs. Man. Well, division games are going to be tough for anybody. Yeah, uh, absolutely. But as you brought the schedule, I'll bring up, you open up with San Diego at home, and then you're at Houston. Then you got the Jets, right. who got Fitzpatrick. Then you got at Pittsburgh. Right. Then you get a bye week. Then you got at Oakland. That point of the right. season right there is where you can win the division, which are uh, division games you should win at home, right? You should win right. every division game at home. And right. if you can beat Oakland on the road, if you can beat Pittsburgh or the Jets, one of them, you're in pretty yeah. good position to do something. I, I agree. I, what, what, I, you know, looking at three and two, something like that after that tough start, I, I think we line up in pretty good position. I, t- uh, I, t- to I totally that. agree. Now, a one and five yeah. start here still wouldn't be murderous if you had something like that because the schedule gets a little easier uh, right. as the season goes on. Uh, 
But, you know, man, I really like you guys. The defense, the coaching, the solid quarterback play, uh, Macklin on the outside, Kelsey, the solid offensive line. You extend uh, Eric Fisher. You take care of him. You extend Kelsey. You give him his money. Uh, man, looking really, really sharp, brother. Agreed. I agree. But, you know, like you talked about, they're going to limit Charles' snaps. I mean, he come back in 2012 from that ACL. He's 25, 26. You know, he's 29, 30 this year coming back from a second ACL. Um, and I, he's still one of the most dangerous guys in the league, in my opinion, uh, if he comes back close to what he was last year, clearly. Uh, uh, but then you've got – let's go ahead, Keith. No, no, no you go ahead. You, you, you know, West West had a – Charkandrick West had a pretty good year last year, but I really think the guy that, that everybody's high on is Spencer Ware. Mm-hmm. Um, the kid just runs tough, man. He's got some intangibles. He's got He's got some vision. And he's a bulldozer, um, and I think I think you see him take the majority of snaps from Charles in that three-headed monster. I think West plays a role, but I think you see Charles limited. I think we try to get him into space, get him to hit a home run, and then when it's time to grind it out, we're, we're probably going to rely on Spencer Ware, and that's kind of what I'm reading in the papers here, and kind of kind of what the consensus is this way. So. Is the city feeling optimistic about this? Like, I'm talking Super Bowl, right? I'm not talking about yeah, getting oh, yeah. to the playoffs. How, what, what's, what's the vibe there? What's the expectation, uh, more or less? You, I mean, man, you, you know how it goes when you're when you got when you got a town full of homers, and you know we just come off the Royals winning the World Series, yeah. and um, we just we had our first playoff win in twenty something years. I mean, you're talking. I, I've seen in, in some some of the experts around here picking 12, 13 wins. Uh, I I don't know about that. Eleven or twelve but, minimal, man. Yeah, it's it, it's doable, but but you know, I I really think the numbers eleven, and I think that wins the division and gets us a home game. And then, like yeah. you said, when you're playing at Arrowhead Stadium in a playoffs in front of that crowd, yeah, I I wouldn't take against them. Mm-hmm. Totally agree, man. One of the best home fields known uh, notoriously in football. Uh, now I've never I've never been there, but uh, man, it if it's I've been to like Titan game, right? right. And, and that shook the world, right? I can't imagine like what a real team or a real uh, yeah. big stadium yeah. would be like. No offense to Titans, but you know you're the Titans, so yeah, I got you. Uh, but, it's a treat, man. It's a treat. If you, you, yeah, I always tell anybody that asks what NFL game they should see, the Arrowheads up there on the list, man. Yeah, it it's an amazing place, man, and an amazing team. Absolutely. I love Andy Reid, man. I can't say that enough. Uh, anything else you want to chime in for the Chiefs? I think this kid, the, the one thing I wanted to talk about, man, is uh, there's a lot of noise about this Tyree Kill kid. Um, we drafted him in the fourth or fifth round. He's got a really troubled pass. Um, <laughs> a lot of people aren't, you know, he's got a domestic violence deal or whatever. Okay. Uh, Andy Reid seems to work well with troubled dudes, as you saw in Philadelphia. He gave people second chances. Absolutely. If this kid gets right and, and he can and he can – contribute to our special teams early he'll he'll be the punt returner i don't have any doubt in my mind and that's Watch, just remember that name what's his name his name is tyree kill tyree um, kill and, and there's some clips on the internet of him just taking uh marcus peters to the house uh he just i mean he burns peters um and they, they're just talking about he's just pure speed um and i don't know how that's going to pan out in the offense you know we've had mccluster we've had uh, DeAnthony Thomas come through and they're fast and shifty. Yeah. Um, but, but I think this kid's contribution is going to be on special teams and I think he's going to make a name for himself really, really early in the season. Well, you need it because you didn't have any returns last year. Right. So you had kind of a weak return game. Uh, right. well, let me ask you this, man. You're a big LSU guy, right? 
Yes, sir. Is this the year that Alabama falls off a little bit? We got them at home, buddy. Uh, and I know a couple years ago that I, I was actually there with Barry Friedman on that uh, T.J. Yeldon screen pass that he took to the house in the last minute. Yeah. When they knocked us off. Oh, man. I, we're, and it was that was that was the most heartbroken I think I've ever been in my life. It, it was like if somebody punched you in the stomach and just knocked the air out of you. Um, I we're favored to win every game this year. The, the experts are picking, which doesn't mean much, you know. It's not a hill of beans, but right. I, I I think this is a year LSU wins at home. I think we've I think we've got a couple of running backs in addition to you know Fournette mm-hmm. who are gonna who are gonna lead the charge and. Uh, might open might open up the field a little bit for our real good wide receivers, and that quarterback might grow a little bit this year. So I'd, I'd like to see that. It's going to be interesting, man. A lot of people saying this is it the is. year Alabama falls off, man. Uh, I, I I don't wish anybody ill, but if there's one team in America I wish would fall off, it's Alabama Crimson Tide. Screw that, man. You can wish them <laughs> hell. That's your arch. Right. How do you think I feel about the Cowboys, brother? Yeah, I, I wish them. I, I feel bad for them when stuff happens, but uh, yeah. I don't feel that bad, right? I, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm moving right on. Well, man, real quick on the fly, I know I didn't say anything. Uh, give me a Super Bowl prediction. You know, I got to pick the Chiefs out of the AFC, man. Got nothing wrong with that. I got to pick them. Nothing wrong with that. And in the NFC, I. It's it's so hard for me to pick against Carolina. I know they lost Norman, and I know they got a lot of question marks. But Cam Newton played decent football, and he looks like he's growing. And and maybe he got his feelings for a little bit in that Super Bowl, and he's going to come back and lead the troops. Uh, and I think he gets out of his division really easily. I think Tampa Bay comes up a little bit down there. Yeah. Uh, but I think Carolina kind of walks through the regular season and then puts it on and. In the, in the postseason, so I, I'd go. You know, it, these are always wrong, man, and I, I don't, I don't follow the NFC too much. But I, I'd have to, I'd have to go in uh, Carolina return. That's a good pick. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, Cam Newton, best quarterback in the league, man. Well, uh, man, yeah. th- thank you so much for taking your time out to join my show, man. Hey, man, hey, thanks for having me, man. Good talking with y'all. Uh, it was my pleasure, and uh, I'll get with you during the season for sure. All right, bro. We'll see you. Man. All right, man. Take care. Ladies, ladies, and gentlemen, it's that time of the year again. The Memphis Flyer is back with Best of Memphis, and this year, there's a Best Local Podcast category. Podcast? What? That's righty-tighty. Go to MemphisFlyer.com and write in your favorite local podcast. Could be the show you're listening to right now. Could be another great local podcast. But please vote. Let the Memphis Flyer know you're listening to a local Memphis podcast, and you're a fan of local independent content creators. So go to memphisflyer.com Vote for all of your favorite things. Especially your favorite local podcast. Power to to the podcast. I'm going to take a second to shout out to my sponsor, Side Street Grill, 35 South Florence. That was on the Side Street Hotline. Uh, Daniel Tennyson calling in from Kansas City. Giving us a feel how that was. Side Street Grill, 35 South Florence. Uh, come on down Monday through Friday, four to seven is happy hour. Get some nice drinks. Four to uh, four to nine on Tuesday night is pasta special. Four to nine on Wednesday night is steak special, and uh, Sunday is the best brunch in Midtown. Eleven to three behind the big ass parking garage in Overton Square, thirty five South Florence. I am now joined uh, by the chef of sports talk, CJ. What's up, man? And the doctor of sportsonomics, Mister Money. What it is, man? What's up, man? Glad you guys could join us. Uh, 
We just talked about the Chiefs, as you sat in and heard. Uh, a lot of high hopes they're feeling. Uh, a lot of expectations in Kansas City, and I think rightfully so. Uh, as I said, this is the time to strike. Uh, if you're any team in the AFC especially. The NFC's a little top-heavy. Uh, AFC's a little bit more parity, and you just really don't know who's going to come out of where. Uh, but this is the year to strike, man. And I think they can do it. Good coaching, solid quarterback play. Signing Nick Foles is a big backup quarterback is a huge deal because you don't notice you need a backup quarterback. You don't notice how good your punter is until you need one. Right. You know what I mean? Punter gets hurt. Also, your starting quarterback gets hurt. Too late to worry about it then. Uh, (laughs) We'll talk about Dallas in a second. Uh, Chiefs are a regular season team, man. I don't see them doing anything in the playoffs. Well, they have a, a very nice defense. That I, I agree. I think their defense is probably underrated, especially like uh, uh, Tennyson. What's his name? Daniel Tennyson. Daniel. Daniel made a good point about their front saving, and I think uh, he also brought up losing Sean Smith. Mm-hmm. I don't think it hurts you as bad because you have such a good front seven. You can really put pressure on the quarterback, and you know it kind of uh-huh. falls into place. So, real good defense. I worry about them being able to do anything deep down the field. Uh, you got your lead receivers, Macklin, who he's a burner, of course. But I think just – I don't know, man. I just think classic regular you're, season team, man. You're an Alex Smith hater, though. Yeah. <laughs> and you're a, a Kansas City lover, much like the and, guy on the on the phone. I'm an Andy Reid biased guy. Yeah. So I was just trying to be objective, man. Like, they've never done anything to prove what I'm saying is wrong. You know what I mean? No, I totally agree uh, with your point. I just disagree with what you're saying. Uh, they wouldn't be my Super Bowl, right? No. But uh, with that defense and good game management from quarterback, man, you have a chance. So where do you rank them at in the AFC? <sighs> just th- just ballparking, not, not breaking it all down. Fourth. Yeah, that's what I think. Uh, Over who? I- I'd have them behind Houston, Pittsburgh, and New England. Hmm. What about Cincinnati? Yeah, I like Cincinnati more, too. I like Cincinnati over the Chiefs. That's fine. Y'all can feel that way. Uh, But you want to talk about a regular season team, you can't give here and give Cincinnati all this credit when every time they've got to the playoffs, they've either been destroyed or self-destructed. I think they're on par. You know, I think they're pretty pretty similar teams, and I don't think either one of those teams won the Super Bowl. I just like Cincinnati a little bit better. Yeah, Yeah. that's fine. I I don't – I'm just – uh, I've said this for a while uh, before you even had my show that over the last three or four years Cincinnati's probably been the most complete constructed team outside of quarterback which is where they self-destruct yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. when it matters most uh, but I like Kansas City man playoff team win the division uh, and you get a home field in that first round man you just don't never know what's going to happen I like them second in the division but I do also think they'll make the playoffs behind Oakland yeah I like Oakland I've already said that though old news Good team, though. Uh, yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, I'm an Andy Reid guy, and I'm going to root for him no matter where he's at. They got to keep their pieces healthy, though, man. I know uh, Tennyson brought up a point about Charles and a lot of people thinking that maybe they should let Charles go and that whole sort of thing, man. Charles is a once-in-a-lifetime kind of player, man. You got to keep him and try to keep him healthy. Yeah. Andy- I say lean on those other guys, regular season a little bit stronger, and just make sure you got Charles for the playoffs because that's your chance of – Taking I'm the next step. I'm up like Lamar Shafalk. 
Like, yeah. put him on the outside, H-back, hide him in places. Mm-hmm. And still just straight up running through the middle. Well, I you know, Andy Reid's a genius at getting ex- a running back, ex- you know, exactly. a lot of exactly. touches. He's done in his much, whole career. Yeah. Uh, also, something Andy Reid's done, uh, when he was in Philly, he didn't listen to what the fans wanted. That's true. And the whole time, because no coach should. No, no they should no, absolutely. No, 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 no. But, but somebody made a, a, a statement a long time ago, like when you start listening to the fans, you need to go sit with. Yeah, them. absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. You have yeah. to agree with that. But I'm just saying, over a decade, Andy Reid, he didn't. Mm. He don't budge. He don't budge. Oh, man. Yeah. He does what he's going to do, and it's proven success. You know, yeah. man. Yeah. So. And uh, yeah, you can't argue with it. Nope. Uh, anything else, you gentlemen, want to chime in for Kansas City Chiefs? I'm good. Uh, CJ, I know you were excited about Navarro Bowman getting a contract extension. I was, man. It's my uh, guy. Yeah, man. Got a four-year extension. Leading, got a seven-year total contract. So it might be the rest of his career. You yeah, know? that's the hope. Uh, I didn't like on – I was watching ESPN today. Uh, Herm Edwards was just like, Navarro Bowman's that guy. He deserves the money. Which he deserves the money. He deserves, right? he deserves mm-hmm. the money. Uh, but they're like, you think about like you think about Baltimore, you think about Ray Lewis, you think about San Francisco, you think about Bowman. And I just didn't like uh, – because I think about San Francisco, I still think about Patrick Willis. Exactly. Me too. Yeah. yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, Even though I'm a fan, I'm I'm well aware of his absence. Yeah. But, but that's uh, who you think of. He's been the identity. But so. now it is Bowman. Bowman's yeah. the leader of the team. Yeah, and he's, yeah. he's a damn good football player. Right. Uh, but uh, I like that move. Uh, what do you th- did y'all did you gentlemen see uh, Martellus Bennett's comments referring to Jason Witten? I didn't. I didn't see that. He said, uh, "While I respect his game, I hate but. I hate him as a person." What? Wow! I hated him as a person. I hated playing behind him. Wow! Uh, I think he alluded to he played politics. Uh, he pulled his uh, seniority card or whatever. Uh, that's the implication that I got from what I read. Yeah. Uh, the only statement was I hated playing with him uh, as much as I respect his game. Great player. I hated playing with him. Hate hates the right word too because he seems like a hater, man. You know what I mean? Uh, t- you should be more respectful, man. You came in behind that guy. You probably learned a little bit from him. You know what I mean, and went on to you know have your own time he's, to play. He's just it bitter. ain't like you've been stuck behind him eight years or something. You he's know, he's just bitter, man. Yeah, he's yeah, bitter. He's bitter. Uh, he's bitter because he's a better player and he's not getting his chance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, he's now playing second tight end in New England. Uh, Which is a, a good role to be in. It's a great role because yeah. New York runs a tight end offense. Right, exactly. And right. the starting tight end, who's the best in the league in Gronkowski, yes. gets hurt every year. So you'll but get I your think, chance to work. I think Bennett's a top 10 tight end. Oh, I totally agree. Yeah. 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 I totally agree. Yeah. But ever since he's left Dallas, he's had good seasons in New York and Chicago. And yeah. now you're in a perfect position right now. Mm, totally agree, man. Uh, can't get in a better position than playing with Tom Brady. Right. If you want to play tight end. Right. 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 Uh, <clears throat> so, uh, Kellen Moore, backup for the Dallas Cowboys, breaks his ankle. Okay, uh, out for six, ten weeks, whatever. Uh, Dallas is a little bit of a frenzy. Now, they, they, were interested in, they were interested in Nick Foles as of yesterday, before mm-hmm. Nick Foles signed Kansas City. Mm-hmm. But last week, both the Joneses, Jerry and his son, were on record of saying how we know who Nick Foles is. When Nick Foles originally bought out of his contract, uh, he said – we know who Nick Foles is. We played against him. We're not interested in bringing Nick Foles in. And uh, this is pre more getting pre more getting injured. Yeah. And then when Moore got hurt, like well, uh, Nick, Nick Foles <laughs> felt like words. Nick yeah. Foles took what they were saying pretty much derogatory. Yeah, uh, I, I would have too. And uh, but I think I think Foles fell into a great situation in uh, mm-hmm. Kansas City. Mm-hmm. But now they're looking for a backup. They're talking now. If I if I remember correctly. Uh, the best names on the board were Michael Vick, 
Jimmy Clausen, TJ Yates, and then it gets worse from there. Right? McCown. McCown's a, a top of the list, I think. Well, they they want to trade for him. Yeah. But they don't want to give up a draft pick for a backup quarterback. Yeah. Now, that I, makes think, sense, I, think, but... I think McCown's a perfect fit for Dallas for what right. they do. And right. that that's a that's a key it's more paramount to have a good backup in Dallas than some of the other positions. Because you know you're going to need it. Yeah, more than likely you Like will. week five. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, having said that, as fragile as he's been, uh, I saw it for myself. I looked it up. Six out of the last eight seasons, he's played 16 games. Hmm. Really? That's surprising. Yeah, it surprised me too. Well, uh, did you see the pictures that surface <laughs> Fat Tony Romo? I saw it, You think man. he's trying to get fat to be a little bit more durable? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but I know that doesn't work. <laughs> just fall on the ground and bounce back up. Like those toys, you know, you hit it and it just bounce right back up. It doesn't work that way, but they need to get somebody in. Michael Vick would be the prettiest choice. Yeah. But he didn't play that well in Pittsburgh. He didn't play that well with the Jets. No. Uh, I just don't know if that's the route to go. It'd be electrifying. Mm-hmm. Get him in there and hand the ball off a bunch of times. Uh, I don't think it matters who you get, man. Like whoever you get at this point, if Romo goes down, it's not gonna be. It, once you didn't get Foles, I think Foles would have came in. He could have been, you know, a low level starting quarterback. Yeah, I agree. But I feel like I, of the guys left, uh, there's nobody you can really sign. That's going to make a huge difference. I think Michael Vick would be the best for Dak Prescott. I would get Michael Vick if I could. Out of those guys that you yeah, named. I would too, man. Yeah. Uh, I like you, Prescott a lot, though. Would you agree? I agree. Because agree. Prescott's not ready to be a backup. No. No. He's still a little green. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they got to get that in order because that's a key position, especially for, as you mentioned, for the Dallas Cowboys backup quarterback. Surprising to hear he hasn't uh, – he's played 16 – Games, what was it, four out of six? Six out of eight. Six out of eight, damn. That's yeah, real man. good. That's crazy, man. There must have been something skewed about that stat that I read. Because <laughs> it surprised me. Uh, yeah. You know, like, ball games? That's not how I remember them. Mm-mm. He may not have finished them all. Are but they I, counting preseason games? <laughs> <laughs> I know Travis Bobo would. But, uh, uh, but yeah, so Romo's appearing out of shape. Uh, I don't – I have Dallas coming up in a couple weeks. Uh, how on, on our top ten countdown? Should have already had him on here. Just saying. Uh, <laughs> it was my way. I'd have been done with him after the first. I'll put him with Cleveland and the Rams. But uh, I think Dallas healthy is a very good football team. Definitely. Uh, but anyways, they're gonna come up. We'll talk about them more just in the Dallas right. Cowboy Hour. You have to touch on them though, man, because they yeah. do have the most fans. Yeah, man, you know? and they're so, worth talking about. Yep. Yeah. They're very uh, news and noteworthy. Because somebody team. has some type of attachment to them. Either you like them or you really dislike them. It's it's black or white. Yeah. There's no it's, gray, really. It's not like the Jacksonville Jaguars. You'd be like, oh, okay, Jacksonville. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. All right, you know. Uh, everybody has something to say about the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, Screw the Jaguars, man. That's our team. That should that team should be in Memphis right now. Amen. Yeah. Memphis screwed Memphis, man. Yeah, we didn't want to build a stadium. The Liberty Bowl was a good enough stadium. It looks good, it looks good now, though. Okay. They have cheated up, man. It's a good college stadium, but yeah. you're not going to put a pro team in that stadium, no, man. You're no. Not. Uh, uh, DeAndre Hawkins held out for a day or two. He's back in camp. Got to pay him, right, Money? Got to pay him. CJ? Yeah, guy's a beast, man. Have yeah. to pay him. Top five receiver in the league. Yes. I'm glad he – absolutely, unarguably. Uh you think he's better than Dez? I saw what was it Bobo was posting Dez was the best. Who was it posted Dez was the best? Probably Bobo, yeah. but I, nah. I don't remember. Uh, 
I think Dez is the most talented receiver in the NFL. Nah, man, Julio, dude. No, I think Julio's I, got him, man. I, I He's bigger, you faster, stronger. I, I I really have Julio. I choose Julio with Dez. Yeah, I, I but I like think that. it's like those guys are the same mold of kind of guy, you know. I I do think Dez is top five receiver also though. Yeah, they're yeah. all right there on the same. They're all behind Antonio Brown. Yeah, uh, yeah. but I'm I'm just glad DeAndre Hopkins didn't hold out. Yeah. I'm glad he came to camp and going to settle it professionally, even though he may talk about it the whole time. Uh, coming camp work because uh, one thing you notice, cornerbacks, uh, receivers, running backs, when they sit out, when they come in late, hamstrings all year long. Yep. And hamstrings equal lower back problems. Uh, that can go wrong so many different ways. Uh, let's see what else I got written down here. Uh, so Patrick Peterson calls out Josh Norman uh, for being the highest-rated cornerback on Madden this year. Mm. Really? Yeah, Nor- Nor- uh, Norman told him to shut his mouth and mind your business. Um, but, you know, uh, what's-his-face? Norman was getting burnt all week in practice. That's something I want to <laughs> say, too, man. Uh, you're not allowed to put pressure on the quarterback and hit the quarterback. The quarterback has all day to throw the ball. Receivers are going to get open, especially fast receivers. And also, like, it made me think about this was uh, Tennyson was talking about Macklin burning uh, – or, or whatever the guy's name was, a young guy, yeah. was burning up uh, Peters. Yeah. I mean, you're going to see that all day in practice, man. Nobody's hitting a quarterback. Well, nobody's know? hitting the quarterback, and you're pretty much – and money I was telling you about, because uh, you're alluding to Norman getting burnt by Jackson and Garcon. Yeah. Uh, you CC'd me on no that, man. I couldn't, I couldn't hit you back on it. But uh, what? You, uh, you, you, you tagged me uh, on, on the post or whatever. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, CC close copy. This ain't emails, I don't man. Fucking know, man. <laughs> yeah, man, that's all good. Technology. But I was, I, I was telling you this. Anytime you got a receiver, uh, you're basically just running downfield. They're gonna blow past whoever's guarding them. That's true. Uh, you know yeah. what I mean? So hey, it's not held against you. And one of the plays they showed on ESPN uh, where Garcon beat him. Mm-hmm. The pass was so over under underthrown <laughs> that Garcon had to come back and catch it, or Norman probably would have picked it off. Uh, now, while you and I are kind of closer to the same page, uh, product of the system, still think he's a real good football player, yes. right, Money? Yes. I'll take him on my team, not for $75 million. No, you can't pay him 25 a year. Yeah, but I will take him on my team. Yeah, he's a, good, he's, he's, he's a top five, six corner. Yes. He's not the best. Not the best. CJ? I think he's uh, among the best. Yeah. I wouldn't put him like – I wouldn't put him like number one, but I do think he's top five-ish yeah. kind of right guy. right there. Yeah. Uh, the only difference – you think a little bit more highly than money and myself. We think he's a little bit more product of the system. I like yeah. the dog in the guy, man. Oh, he's a fighter. Uh, yeah, he's a I fighter. love it, man. He's not scared like, to hit, I love man. watching he's this guy. He's not scared to hit. No, I have no issue with the man. And the guy yeah. won me over too, man, because I had an argument with a guy at work. He was like, he just plays his side of the field much like Sherman does and some of these other you know, system guys. Yeah. Uh-huh. But I watched him play uh, the Falcons, and he followed Julio Jones all over the field. You know yeah. what I mean? He matched up with him. He they didn't did just stay on his side. Bryant too. Yeah. Well, they got the little tussle. Yeah. Yeah, but that really put him over for me, man. Like, if you're going to – if you want that challenge of guarding the best guy and following him around the field, then, you know, that's the kind of guy I want to pay. You yeah, know he is I mean? a dog in the fight, man, but I still pick Patrick Peterson over there, man, man. I do think Pat Peterson's the best corner. He, me too. I agree. Man. He's the best, man. Patrick Peterson, the best cornerback? I think I say, so, yeah. I say he is. Man. I would take him number one, but I'm not, I don't know. Who do you think is better? Darrell Revis. I don't think so. You can say I, he's I older. He's a cover I think guy. he's a shut-down one Three years ago, corner. yeah, but today I think it's Patrick Peterson, man. I think Darrell lost a step. There's a, some chatter that Peterson's not even the best corner on his team. Honey Badger is. 
Um, yeah, Matthews. Yeah, yeah, Tyron Matthew. Yeah. yeah. But he plays safety more than no, no, no. Corner. He's a corner now, man. Well, he's he played, and he he's completely converted. Oh, and he, really? got, and oh. he got paid, right? We're going live here. Yeah, I'm gonna go inside okay. the show so you can get a little bit of what we're talking about. That's Mister Money hanging behind, uh, hanging out behind the microphones. There. Yo, yo, yo. Uh, but so you both of you gentlemen think Patrick Peterson is the best cornerback in football? Yeah, I do. Yeah, other than Daryl Reeves, name somebody else. Better look. I would take Patrick Peterson first. All right. Right. All right. Um, you doing devil's advocate over here? Or? Uh, no, no. I don't think he's the best. I think the same thing I said about Des Bryant moments ago. Mm-hmm. Most talented. Uh, Peterson gets burnt because he takes gambles. Yeah. Right. But yeah. his size, he's Darrell Reeves is going to be a phenomenal safety in a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Rod Wilson type yeah, of guy. Yeah, I know something. But he's such yeah. a cover guy. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And he's a smart player. Yeah. I'll uh, take Peterson, too, because I think he puts points on the board for you. Yeah. You know, he's going to uh, – if he does get his hands on the ball, it's going the other way. He also helps you in the return game. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, for th- for that reason, I put it puts him over the edge for me, over the, some of these other guys. Mm-hmm. I really like Joe Hayden, too. This guy's a little more yeah. down in the, in the public eye right now because he was injured much of last year. Right. Yeah. So, I, I think after a good, strong campaign this year, this is another guy you'll hear his name quite a bit more. Yeah. I like the Peters is up to come too though. Who? Peters, Marcus Kansas Peters? City. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And what'd you yeah, yeah. say, Money? So I like uh what's the name? Talib for Denver? Yeah. He's pretty good. He's yeah. a beast too. He's a Who's real the other player? cat yeah. on Denver? He's a uh Harris. Harris is an awesome too. Denver's uh, secondary is uh, uh Richard yeah. Sherman's up in the conversation. Sherman is for sure. Let's not forget about him. He gets uh a little bit put down because of the system he's in. He's not a man guy. He, he doesn't have to be. The system doesn't call for it. Doesn't mean he can't do it, but I, you have to say why he play, hasn't man, done it. we got the two best safeties in the league. I agree with why, this. Why would you do that? I agree well, with all this, and I yeah. think he's phenomenal. I think he's one of the best corners, but I think his, his, his strength, his best thing he does, ball in the air. There's not probably anybody else I want trying to knock it down. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Talking about Sherman. Yeah, yeah, he makes a play on the ball, you know? Yeah. I think that's where he gets his. You know, uh, that's, that, that's what name. he's good at. That's what he, that's how he made a name for himself. Definitely. Ball of there. All right on. Uh, well, that's an interesting debate as far as corner because they all play so differently. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, it's really not fair to say because uh, we can all have our own opinion and be right. But it seems like all of our opinions are the same. We'd yeah. all take Peterson first. So, yeah. yeah. You know. But that's based off age. Yeah. And Basically. potential. Yeah. Revis Just is, for one year, who would you take? Darrell Reeves. Yeah, I ta- I yeah Darrell Reeves, yeah, one year. You would take Reeves on one, one year? year yeah. okay. You have to. Age yeah. plays a role in it. Yeah. Well, this is what we're about to do now, gentlemen. Uh, we're going to do a wide receiver bracket, right? Best wide receivers of our era since we've been watching, uh, minus Jerry Rice. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's always one guy you have to take off. I have to. You should have took man. Bo Jackson off that one. <laughs> well, I you saved him for like the third round. I, I, yeah, I gave him three buys, man. All right. Uh, we'll tune back in live in a little bit. Uh, next week, next week. They've got it set up. The podcast goes live. Period. Nice. The whole uh, show. Yeah. Uh, nice. So you can listen to the whole thing live uh, on the OAM network. All right. Uh-huh. I'll check with you guys later. Thank you, Facebook. God is good. Check you later. Power to the podcast. All right. We got to keep talking. All man. right. That was good. <laughs> got quiet for a minute. <laughs> Dead air. Okay. Uh, yeah. But everybody knows what's up. All right. So uh, Dustin was joined in watching us. Okay. Yeah, the Austin Idol of 
talk show radio. Well, uh, <laughs> I'm confused. Uh, I'll explain later. I uh, love Austin Idol, man. Austin Idol, don't get me started. Do you know why Austin Idol never got a big push in WWF or WCW? Why that? He, he was he was the king of no shows. All right, so he wouldn't fly though, right? He had that airplane. He was crash. scared of flying. Yeah, yeah. but uh, but he was notorious for not. There's showing some up. kind of story about maybe he could have saved his friend who also was in the uh, plane crash and he didn't or something like that. Really? Yeah, it's pretty dark, man. I read some shit probably. I know 10 about years the Ric Flair plane crash. Really? Uh, where the lady was always mad because her husband's paralyzed to this day. Uh, and I don't remember his name, but he gave Ric Flair his seat mm. in the back and dude sat in the front. Oh, wow. So it crushed dude. Oh, wow. And uh, Ric Flair was the only survivor. How uh, about – This okay. is all, not sports-related, but Leonard Skinnerd, uh they crashed their plane. It was, I think it was in a swamp or something. One of the guys survived – Crawl through the uh, the swamp and everything, gets to this farm and the farm the guy on the farm shoots the guy because he he thought it was just you know some kind of intruder or something. Yeah, isn't that crazy though, man? That's fucked up, right? <laughs> it's like you man. dodge death and then you know what I'm saying just like, to die later. Yeah, oh, man, it's insane, man. Okay, man, what kind All of right. bracket you got over Sorry, there? Sorry, man, I had a text. All right. Uh, you're talking about Leonard Skinner. I took time to text. All right, so. Hey, man. It is what it is. Wide receiver bracket. I, now, this bracket, most brackets I don't rank and seed because I want more fair competition. This one I seeded. All right. One through 16. You usually try to seed it towards where Detroit Pistons or Philadelphia get it pretty good. <laughs> well, I've done a, a piss poor job of that. I have to bring it up won. every time. <laughs> uh, but there are no Philadelphia Eagles in this. As we've never really had a great receiver. All right. T.O., baby. He's on here, but he's not in the Okay. Yeah, fuck him. All right, so let's go. Uh, he, he tore he tore the Eagles apart for three years, yes, man. He did, man. Took three years to recover from him. Yes, he did. Uh, and my messed up thing was I give my dad crap about this all the time. He I told said, you, man. You jinxed us. Because I said, we traded got T.O. He said, all right, you're going to regret it. I said, Dad, if we can get a Super Bowl, I don't care if we're horrible forever, you know? Yeah. And uh, I agree with that logic, though, on your yeah. end. Yeah, I'll, I'll do take whatever, the ring. man. Just get get the one ring, and, man. And I still believe that Roy Williams, who was playing safety for the Cowboys, had he had not, you know, Mr. Horse Collar himself, yeah, had he had not broken T.O.'s leg, yeah. I thought Philadelphia was the best team that year. Yeah. And when he came back, though he had a great game, he was not. He couldn't get away, right? Yeah. Uh, just six weeks from a broken leg or whatever. Uh, not even that. Pretty uh, beastly to come back so soon, though. Oh, yeah. uh, dude's phenomenal. Yeah. They put uh, up 123 yards. In yeah, the Super Bowl. I'm a T.O. Yeah. fan, man. You know, I just think. He's so passionate. You know what I mean? I like yeah. those kind of guys. You, yeah. And uh, you see where, like, he'll break down and cry just because he cares so much. We're talking man. about my quarterback. <laughs> yeah, right. It's my quarterback. But I'm a, I, I like T.O., man. Yeah. Looks like a rat, smells like a rat. <laughs> All, right. Uh, all right. Speaking of T.O., we'll head off with him. Uh, Terrell Owens, Heinz Ward. Money, I'll come to you first. This is how we'll do this. <laughs> I don't want it based off their stats. Like somebody's ranked third, second of this as much. Who was a better football player? You know what I mean? Uh, at, who you thought was a at better the, football at player? At their best. At their best. At, at the yeah. peak. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, well, not at the peak. For their career. Who was a better player throughout Wrong. their career? Because uh, like uh, Torrey Holtz, the sixth all-time leading receiver in yards, he's right. not on this list. Okay? He's not in this bracket. So it's not just about stats. It's just who you thought when you saw was a better football player, right? For not, me, I would take Harris Ward, better downfield blocker, just an all-around guy. To me, I'm not putting anything on T.O. 
I would take Heinz Ward. I agree with your points on Heinz Ward. Great player, really solid role player type of player. But T.O.'s uh, one of the best, man. I definitely have to go T.O. I'll break the tie. I'll vote for T.O. as much as I don't want to. Uh, now, I wouldn't – if I could choose not to bring him on my team because he tears you up. Yeah. He brings your quarterback down mm-hmm. one way or the other. He tore our part, our team apart also. I know he yeah. did. We had Garcia, Mariucci. We had a nice little thing going, oh. you know, and he we ended up uh, letting Garcia go. Then we let uh, Mariucci go to try to please him, and we still had to get rid yeah, of him. Yeah, the Mariucci yeah. thing came back and haunt y'all too. I yeah. agree. Uh, but we'll, we'll put T.O., though Heinz Ward is as good as a physical all-around receiver as you may have ever seen. Yes. Uh, CJ, I'll come to you first. Marvin mm-hmm. Harrison, Brandon Marshall. Marvin Harrison. Who's going into the Hall of Fame this weekend. Money? Marvin Harrison, man. Marvin Harrison moves on. All right. Money, I'll come to you first. Steve Smith, Chad Johnson. Steve Smith, man. Is it because he's still going to longevity? Or does he just feel like he was the best player? He's still going. and He's the same as he is today, four years ago. He's still... Making those catches, man. CJ? I'm riding Ocho Cinco, man. I think at their best, Chad Johnson was better, but I'm going to put Steve Smith in the next round. Because uh, they, they were about the same. Uh, but, like, Ocho Cinco had one season or two where you thought he was a top three receiver. Yeah. Uh, Steve Smith's always been that top ten, top five-ish guy. But he was that way his whole career. He still is today. Today. Uh He's not a top ten receiver, man. Come it, on, no, man. no, in his era, okay. like while he was playing. Yeah. I thought you said still is today. I'm like, nah, he's still going today. Yeah, he's, oh, he's, he's still, still, going. still yeah. a good player today. Like Thirty eight years old, still out there. And he's coming off that torn Achilles, right? Right. Or was it the ACL? I think it was Achilles. Yeah, I think it was, it was one of them. But I love Steve Smith though. Scrappiest yeah. guy man. in the NFL, man. He's bigger than what he is, man. I love him, man. All right, uh, CJ, I'll come to you first. Chris Carter, Larry Fitzgerald. This is a super tough one. But I'm going Chris Carter. Money? Man, I'm going Larry the Legend, man. Larry the Legend. Why? It's the same as Steve Smith over the course of his career. He's been the same, man. Today, he's still one of the top ten receivers to me. He's the playoffs all-time leading receiver, right? I think hey, so. Uh, Fitzgerald? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And yards? Surprised to hear that. He broke it last year against Green Bay. Yeah. But we're moving Chris Carter, who had the best hands. That's what I was going to say. Best hands, best man, hands I ever seen. Best hands of all yeah. time. And he never had a really good quarterback. That's true. And Fitzgerald's best year came with uh, Kurt Warner, Kurt Warner uh, who was borderline Hall of Famer. All right, Mr. Money, I'll come to you first. Isaac Bruce, Tony Gonzalez. Isaac Bruce. Who's the fourth all-time leader in receiving yards? Tony Gall's the all-time leading receiver of tight, tight ends. ends. Man, I love Isaac Bruce, Memphis guy, Memphis mm-hmm. legend. But I gotta go Tony Gonzalez, man. The guy revolutionized the position. You know what I mean? And he talk about longevity. You know, what I mean? that guy played forever. Yeah. He's a great player. He's on the list. Uh, Isaac Bruce moves on. I feel like if I picked Bruce, I was going to be a homer. Yeah. Well, maybe I'm being homer. Homer, but uh. As good as Gonzalez was, man, at no point did I think he was the best tight end. Really? In the 90s, I thought it was Shannon Sharp. Uh, at no point in the 2000s, Antonio Gates has been better. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I just think Isaac Bruce was a better player as far as just comparing them. I, I think you could make an argument for Gonzalez the best tight end of all time. You could. Yeah. And yeah. I, could, I could argue against I think it. you can't make that argument for Bruce. As the best tight end of all time? Receiver, man. 
No, but he's fourth in yards, and he's, it took him what eight years before he got a quarterback. Yeah, because he played in L.A. But he played. Yeah. He was a product of that system, man. You talk about system guys. You know, I think uh, Bruce is an amazing player. Mm-hmm. I think Tory Holt's an amazing player, and they all helped each other out. You know, but being in that greatest show on turf racked up a lot of those yards. That's why you see two of them. You know, in the top six, did you say? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. But still, most of that came after ninety nine. Yeah, nineteen ninety nine. Like, yeah. but uh, anyways, it's it's argue it's debatable. Uh, but I'm moving Isaac Bruce on. I just never thought that highly of Tony Gonzalez, man. Uh, so, sorry. I'll come to you. Nothing to apologize for, this, this Chiefs go, fan. This is going to be today. I am, uh, Mr. Money. Uh, right. This is a tough one for you, brother. Strike you right in the heart, man. Jason Witten, Michael Irvin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go Michael Irvin, man. How the fuck is Jason Witten on here, man? <laughs> Michael Irvin, dude. Michael Irvin, man. <laughs> well, here's the thing, man. I was looking at uh, a lot of the guys. Like, I want to put Andre, Andre Reed in here. Yeah, why uh, not? Because by Tory Holt over Jason Witten, man. Come on, dude. Yeah. Jason Witten, Andre Reed, Reed over fall Jason down. Witten. Kiss the ball, fall down. That's Kiss the ball, fall down. That's only, for, that's only for the second half of his career. The first half of his career, he, he was, was a beast. He was, he was, he was a, beast. a beast, man. He was a beast. Right after the catch, though, zero, dude. He's never been his a guy to do that. His first six years, he, he's got a play where Dar- Brian Dawkins laid wood on him, knocked his helmet off, and he took off and ran for a yeah, touchdown. Yeah, when his play. nose bleeding and stuff. I remember yeah, that play. He, tough player, man. Yeah. Now he's just handed uh, – he, he could be on the list, man. He's an all-time great tight end. I'm not trying to hate on that. But I don't think he belongs. He's in this the class. second. Fifth, Witten is my 15 seed. Okay, I'm gonna take you to my 16 seed now. Reggie Wayne, Randy Moss. Y'all can go in unison. I don't care. Uh, Randy Moss. Randy dude. Moss, man. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I never was high on Reggie Wayne. Good player though. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Money, I'll come to you first. Antonio Gates, Tim Brown. I'm going Tim Brown. Mm. A guy who gets slept on a lot. A lot, man. I'm going Brown also. Mm. I do think Antonio Gates is awesome, but yeah. 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 I think him and Gonzalez, two best tight ends. I like Shannon Sharp the best. I like Shannon Sharp a lot too, but I feel like those other guys did so much more. I, I think their stats look a lot better. Yeah. I think Sharp was a more all around well uh well rounded player. Well rounded player. Maybe so. Yeah. Um but you know, we have our own what we like and seeing players, and it changes our perspective on shit. You know? I'm trying not to use my fandom, I'm trying to be as objective as possible. Yeah, I'm always objective. If I if I'm biased in any way, I don't know it. I just go with what I think. Uh, all right. Uh, CJ, I come to you first. Your boy Isaac Bruce, who you don't like at all, <laughs> and Michael Irvin. Michael Irvin, dude. Very good player. Money. I'm going to say Isaac Bruce. Ah, being biased. Love it. Love it. But we're putting Michael Irvin, who I think, had he not played in the system he played in, I've said this about Troy Aikman as well, in such an all-around game, their stats would be up there with, you know, Rice and Moss and them. You know what I mean? I think those guys all get a knock. As much as I don't want to make any kind of argument for Cowboys, I feel like all of them, Emmitt Smith, Troy Aikman, Irving, all three of those guys kind of get knocked down a, a little bit because they play with each other. Then the team was good, too. Though. The well, team was the, great. The team was I, but those players were great they, also. This is what's funny. I didn't mean to cut you off. Yeah, wait, wait. Uh, uh, this is what's funny. I think Aikman is higher than he, he's generally uh, listed as. I think Irvin's top three or four. And I think the one that looked the best, Emmett, is the worst. 
uh, by their position as far as ranking them. Yeah. If that, if that makes sense, right? Because yeah. I don't think Emmitt's a top five running back. Now, it, during that era, it was like two, three other running backs I would have took over. Maybe. He played on the perfect – now, he's a great player. No, no, he was talking about Scrappy and yeah. Hart and all that. All the that. game against the Giants, one shoulder. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm not – crap. his importance to the team. Like, remember, they were 0-2 that second season they won the back-to-back Super Bowl. They were 0-2 because he held out. Yeah. He came back. They didn't They didn't lose. Are you talking about Emmett? Emmitt? Yeah, Emmett yeah. Smith. So, I'm not talking about his importance, how great he was. Uh, I think I, he's top five, man. In the argument, right? Just because uh, he did so much, you know what I mean, stats wise. But he stayed on to to build them stats. Like his last five years in the career, in his career, but you still got to go on the field and get it done. You know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. those stats don't. I mean, they're, they're not free. It's not like guy. Oh, you, you come it, back a year, you get ten, uh, last, another thousand yards. If you know? I'm not mistaken, his last five years, he didn't hit a thousand yards. No, especially Cause Arizona because he, yeah. he was done. He played on yeah. bad football teams. Yeah, um, but just imagine Barry Sanders on those Cowboys teams. Yeah, that's always the uh, argument. And I rank Barry Sanders above Emmitt yeah, Smith. Yeah. Marshall Falk also. Yeah. Probably LaDainian Tomlinson. Mm-hmm. I can't think of anybody else right now. I mean, yeah, no, I'm not. Ahead. But this ain't yeah. a running back bracket. We're going to bring it back. True. Uh, great argument. We'll save it for another day. Right. Uh, so, Michael Irvin was the first one to move on. Uh, Mr. Money, I'll come to you. Chris Carter, Terrell Owens. Chris Carter. CJ? I'm going to you, man. Man. <sighs> T.O. is so beastly. Who moved on? Chris Carter. I just think – I think Chris Carter is the third best receiver I ever saw. Right. All he does is catch touchdowns. All he does is catch touchdowns. And he never had a quarterback. Um, Jerry Rice is the greatest receiver of all time. Uh, there's no you can't that. even argue with that. He's the greatest football player of all time. He's up there. Uh, Tim Brown, Marvin Harrison. CJ? Tim Brown. Brown. Mm. So a guy that I thought would get slept on is advancing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would have went Tim Brown as well. Uh, another guy that played on some bad teams. Uh, really good Who football. Was his quarterback for all those years? Oh, man, he had Jay Schrader. I just remember Rich Jeff Gannon. George. Rich Gannon was his Gannon. best year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When they went to the Super Bowl, man. Mm-hmm. And uh, if it weren't for the uh, the Tuck Rule game against New England, Raiders go to back to back Super Bowls, if I'm yeah. not mistaken. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, but he, those were good football teams uh, with Rod Woodson and all. I that always felt team. like he was like right under Jerry Rice for them. They seemed like they kind of mirrored each other as far as time period goes, uh-huh. and they were the top two guys. That's yeah. just my, my not not thinking like who else played and all that kind of well, stuff. You know, I don't think it's how I think Martin Harrison was a great player. Mm-hmm. Uh, all these guys are great players. Right. Okay, so we yeah. don't got to say that except for Jason Wooden. <laughs> I'm just joking, man. Nah, nah, it's fine. Uh, but I never felt like. And I think it goes hand-in-hand with how I feel about Peyton Manning as far as some stats and everything. You play in a dome. You play against a weak division. Yeah. Uh, against, and you're a team that throws 50 times a game. Somebody's got to catch the passes. And he was a great player out of Syracuse. Is phenomenal. I'm not crapping on him. Uh, but I, too, would have took uh, Mr. Tim Brown. Steve Smith, Randy Moss. Mr. Money? Randy Moss. Randy Moss, dude. Yeah, I agree. Uh, though he took some time off in Oakland. Uh but, you know, hell, man, if I'm that type of guy, I'll probably take time off, too. But you should, never should have went there if you weren't willing to deal with possibly losing. Yeah. Um, all right, we're moving on to the final four. Mr. Money, I'll come to you first. Okay. Michael Irvin, Chris Carter. Whoa. Yeah. Chris Carter. I'm going Michael Irvin. Man, this is a tough one. These guys, I think, are the two guys that I rank behind Jerry Rice. Really? Yeah, absolutely. No Art Monk? 
No. <laughs> Steve Largent? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, Largent's up there, man. I uh, just remember Largent because everybody was always breaking his records. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Art Monk is one of the guys who yeah. broke one of his records. Yeah, but, reception yeah. record. Yeah. Uh, but his career was done before I was a teenager. Yeah. So it's not really fair for me to speak on him. You know, he played on three Super Bowl I, I teams. I just remember him, though. Yeah. I remember him. He was great. Rorisky's team. He was great. I remember but when too, I started watching football, he was old. Yeah. So, uh, same thing. I think Sterling Sharp was a great player. Yeah. Uh, but same thing. I had an Art Monk, like, little – it wasn't really, like, a poster. It was, like, a book that had a bunch of, like, nice pictures in it. But I used to cut them all out and hang them on the wall. Art Monk was one of them. Guys, Christian Okoye. I remember some, that, good, yeah. some good guys. Guys, I left off here. Uh, I was talking about Art Monk, James Lofton, Andre Reed, uh, Shannon Sharp, uh, great football players. I just didn't uh, – other than Sharp, the other guys were old by the time I started watching. So we're, it'll be fair to me, and we're all the same age. So yeah, I mean, I'm the youngest, but uh, we're the same age. Not too much. All right, uh, but <laughs> back to it, man. Yeah. I'm man. The decision right now, Q's making is between Chris Carter and Michael Irving. I would rather hell screw it, Michael Irving. Mm. Michael Irving. I knew he was a cowboy fan. No, man, you're a cowboy fan. (laughs) Cowboy fan. You're a cowboy fan. I'm starting to get pissed off that (laughs) y'all couldn't both vote on Chris Carter. Y'all heard it, America. All right. (laughs) No, America, you didn't hear it. You heard me. The other statements when I say how much I really feel. CJ, I'm gonna come to you first. I'm not even gonna talk about it because you're gonna irritate me. uh, (laughs) Trying to throw me off topic here. Tim Brown, Randy Moss, man. I'm going Randy Moss. Mr. Money, snatch the bandaid off. I'm gonna have to go Randy Moss. Yeah, you almost have to, man. Man. one of the most unstoppable wide receivers we ever saw because mm-hmm. of his size and speed. We, we've seen uh, – I don't want to call him like this – often imitated, never duplicated. Your Fitzgeralds, your Calvin Johnsons, yeah. your big guys, 6'4", 6'5", 6'6", guys that can fly, can jump, can do it all. But never was, was quite there to Randy Moss, though. No, 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 no. Randy Man. Moss, was, he looks like a gazelle or something. Like he's so long <laughs> and lean. Like, like yeah. he didn't really look like he was running super fast, but he's blowing by everybody, yeah, uh, you know. Freakish, like, man. Freakish, yep. Uh, That's the right word. Dude was just a phenomenal athlete. With good hands. Yeah, I said that, yeah, don't, don't, yeah. don't miss the hands, man. And, and, you know, people talk about he didn't want to go over the middle. Why put him over the, the middle, middle and you just shoot him downfield? And who would catch Because until Tom Brady got Randy Moss, right, Tom Brady was a game manager. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but here we stand in our championship. Mr. Money, I'm going to come to you first. Randy Moss, Michael Irvin. Randy Moss. CJ? Randy Moss. Yeah. Randy Moss is the best, not Jerry Rice receiver, according I, to I, me. I knew that's where I was going to go. I had a Feeling he was going to win anyway. Uh, How would you rank the top five receivers of our generation? I go Rice, one. Mm-hmm. Blank, blank, blank. Then I go uh, Irvin, Carter. And then, see, I think T.O. was a better player than Randy Moss. What? Uh, see, T.O.'s like my third or fourth, I think. I, if I would choose, if, if you took away the antics, because T.O. never had a problem off the field other than just – Getting into it with your quarterback or speaking out in public. Yeah, mm-hmm. Randy Moss had some off-field issues. You're right. Yeah, he did. Uh, yeah, party boat and stuff. Yeah, yeah nothing too serious. No, you know, it was no, always no. around weed Smoking or something. Weed. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, something irrelevant like that. Traffic uh, stops and shit. But as far as playing, there was no route T.O. couldn't run. Now, T.O.'s hands were questionable. Very questionable. Sometimes. Sometimes. He cost us a, a couple of times. He did. Playoffs, the yeah. game that is most infamous for him and Steve Young is that – They got off that monkey off the back. Yeah, man. Off the hip. Yeah. Against Green Bay where he uh, – 35-yard touchdown, whatever it was. Steve Young fell down, got Steve, back yeah. up. Now, mm-hmm. the funny thing is, T.O. caught it, and he held on to it. 
But he didn't think he did. But, but that game, he had four drops. You know what I mean? And yeah. a lot of them were drive killers. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. you know, everyone remembers that. But he had four drops that game uh, in a playoff game. I go Rice Moss, Irving Carter, T.O., I think. Yeah, that's, my, that's what I'll do. So I put T.O. at the bottom, too. Yeah, I do him on fifth. There's nothing wrong with that. But at my team, I think – I mean, if I got a quarterback and he's just chunking downfield, I may go Moss. But just typically not knowing who my quarterback is – Every team's the same. I'm taking Terrell Owens. You don't even need a good quarterback with Moss. As long as he can throw it far down the field. Yeah, man. He'll go get it. Yeah, he will. Mm-hmm. Throw uh, in the middle, if man. If he wants to. <laughs> yeah, if he feels you like ne- it. You never question T.O.'s uh, effort drive. on the field. Yeah. He ran the same every route. Absolutely. But his hands, oh, man. But his hands cost you, and that's why I put him under those other guys. Uh, I'm going to shout out to the sponsor. That good with y'all? Cool. Cool with uh, me. I hate not being able to see the time over here. Shout uh, out to y'all, y'all's employer. <laughs> uh, South Street Grill, 35 South Florence, Monday through Friday. Strong drinks, 4 to 7, happy hour. Uh, you may have some of the funnest, chill, most laid-back time you'll have of any restaurant you go to. Uh, right. South Street Grill, 35 South Florence, 4 to 7, happy hour, Monday through Friday. Uh, Monday through Saturday, it only opens at 4 o'clock. So you can't you don't come there for lunch. Come there for dinner. Come there for drinks. Uh, pasta special on Tuesday night, steak special on Wednesday night. That's over at nine o'clock. Uh, sometimes nine o five if the server's not good. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but oh all in all, God, man, it, it's a great product. You get a great price. Uh, Side Street Grill, thirty five South Florence, best brunch Sundays, eleven to three. Uh, and Mister Money's there for majority of that. Uh, you flipping them eggs, Money? Nice, flipping them out, man. <laughs> <laughs> What's oh, your uh, least this. favorite egg to cook? Uh, what do you mean, like the style? Yeah, I say omelet. Yeah, I, I make omelets all day on Sundays. Really? <laughs> yeah, man. I don't like poaching eggs. It takes too damn oh, long. Oh, no, I forgot about poaching eggs. Yeah, yeah but there's man. a secret to poaching eggs. Yeah, so uh, I don't have to cook eggs to order anymore. Yeah. Other than my omelets, I do. But uh, yeah, I used to always hate poaching. Just because it takes so long, you got to get the water boiling. It's like a whole thing, and you can't have it boiling too hard and right. stuff. Yeah. All right, absolutely eggs. So that's my main source of protein. Speaking I'm on, of eggs, I'm on a vegetarian <laughs> kick for the next couple months. Uh-huh. Uh, so you don't eat animals, just the babies of animals. I like it. Just the product of animals, yeah. not the meat, though. It's not a stand. Hell, I just want to quit eating fast food. I want my kid to eat a little bit better, so I'll have some food in the house instead of running to the store to get some food. Because I hate cooking. Yeah, you know, uh, even though that's your, yeah. that's your hey, source for My forever, blessing man. is my curse, man. <laughs> yeah, right. All right, uh, we're going to hop on the Seattle Seahawks, who were 10-6 last season, made the playoffs, uh, squeaked by Minnesota in that game that was, what, nine degrees, yeah. where Minnesota missed the 22-yard kick or whatever it was, less, yeah. than a, less than an extra point, whatever it was. They had fans that went on and started getting routed by Carolina, came back in the second half like I knew they would. I watched that game at the gym. And when a comeback starts happening, I don't change location because I don't want to mess up the vibe, right? right. So um, even if it's not my team, I know it's crazy. Whatever, don't judge me. All right, Seattle Seahawks, ten and six, uh, put up twenty points a game, gave up eighteen points a game. The defense kind of fell off from where it was. So the turnover, they were still up seven because Wilson Wilson's so phenomenal, not turning the ball over. Thirty-four touchdowns to eight interceptions, mm. uh, four thousand yards, sixty-eight percentage. Uh, completion percentage, rushed for over 550 yards. Mm. Uh, and his leading receivers were Baldwin and Lockett. And Jimmy Graham got hurt. 
Yeah. Uh, but he still didn't do much before he got hurt. He wasn't much of a um, – He was a decoy. He was. Uh, and I said when they went there that I thought this could really put Wilson over the top being an elite quarterback. Turns out he didn't even need him to do it. Yeah. Uh, but they get a lot of pressure. Cliff Averill coming off the side. Michael Bennett, a uh, really good team. They re-signed Brandon Browner, mm. <clears throat> excuse me, who was original member of the Legion of Boom. To play the other side over there, he'll probably play uh, more third nick, third corner than anything. Uh, I like the team. The defense was good. They lost Bruce Irving. Uh, they lost Russell O'Kong over on the left tackle, um, and of course, Beast Mode retires. Right. So here they stand. The identity of this football team has been smash mouth, like literally smash mouth, play defense, and uh, so that identity is about to change. Right. I believe it. There was a transition last year, even. Uh, Agree. Yeah, he missed a lot of time, mm-hmm. so it, it was able to evolve a little quicker. And they saw we could win without him, yeah. even though he's been the face of that team uh, since he got there. Mm-hmm. Since the playoff game, Pete Carroll's been the guy to put this all together. He goes and gets beast mode, and has the game against New Orleans where he ran over nine people on his way to the touchdown. Y'all, that y'all remember that play? play? Yeah, I love I'm that sure. Play. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, way Marshawn Lynch played. I think all of us feel this way. He's probably one of our favorite players to watch, mm-hmm. especially if he's not on our team. Right. Um, one of just absolute favorite players to watch, but he's gone. Now, I've been saying this. I think Russell Wilson is the third best quarterback in football, and uh, I think he's going to show even more this year. Um, Seattle starts off with Miami at L.A., San Francisco at the Jets, and then you get a bye, and you got Atlanta. So you got an opportunity here to get off to a really good start. Mm-hmm. Before you play Arizona in that was it sixth game, so after Atlanta you got Arizona. <clears throat> you move towards that midseason. You got a good opportunity to not run away with the division, but get yourself a good jump. Uh, CJ, what's your take on Seattle? I think Seattle, uh, much like we said, is a transitioning team. Uh, I think they're moving more towards a, a passing, offensive kind of team. Uh, just leaning on Russell Wilson because that guy's perfect, man. He didn't really make. He always makes the correct play. But I believe that they're in a little bit of trouble, man. I I feel like they. I want to say they're not going to make the playoffs. I'm kind of leaning towards that. Uh, maybe I'm being biased in a negative way. Mm-hmm. But I think uh, losing Okung's a big deal. You lost two of your main linemen last year, and you saw it took them half a year to get get to gelling on yep. that, you know. So uh I just think they're always going to be solid on defense. Just too many it seems like they got 12 guys they play in the front seven that are all good decent players and then the secondary's just loaded, man, with Thomas Chancellor uh who's the guy with Sherman, Sherman and and Brown. you got Browner again and so it's a good well-bit built team, but I'm picking them to not make the playoffs. Money? I kind of agree with you, CJ. I think the transitional offense, they don't have the weapons yet. Yeah. Those receiving weapons to give Russell Wilson a chance. Because it seems like, like uh, Q said, Jimmy Graham's not really a, 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 a factor. You didn't even get him involved. He was a blocking tight end while yeah. he was there. So. Who can't block. Exactly. And, and uh, you're losing uh, beast mode also. That's the yeah. identity of your well, offense, man. Exactly. And, Somebody and, who kind of gets your team and, pumped up and going, you know. And they make an offensive pickup that say, wow, they can really try to go in this direction. They ain't doing it. Your best receiver is Doug Baldwin. And, not to and he played well last yeah, year. Not to but, knock him in anything, but he's no, I'm going to put two guys over here to 
because he get all the attention. Yeah. If they make the playoffs, it's going to be about a squeak. Someone I do like on that offense that hasn't been mentioned yet is Tyler Lockett. Yeah. That guy's a playmaker, man. And he puts points on the board in the returning game. And, you know, if you can get him going in the slot, it's a nice little weapon, you know. I like Thomas Rawls also. Yeah. And then they drafted, what, C.J. Precise and some other guy. So you got some weapons, man, that could take over for Beast Mode, but that's big shoes to fill, man. You're just underlining that thing on that offensive side. Right. What do you think about that, Q? What do you think, Q? Super Bowl? Absolutely not, but I just think uh, they'll be right there around that 10-win situation because uh, the bottom half of that division is weak. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I think both L.A. and San Francisco will be around six wins or so. Uh, and you may lose one of them, but out of those four games, you'll go three and one. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'll split with Arizona. Uh, I think Arizona's a superior team. I think they're I, better. I'm not going to say I think superior. they just run off with it. Arizona? Just, yeah, they yeah. run off with it. They now, did last year. Yeah. I – I have Arizona coming in on our last day of doing the countdown because mm-hmm. uh, I think they'll have the best record in the NFC. Okay. Um, but I don't think they run away with it. Do you think Seattle's a, a playoff team? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. I think on paper they should be. I think healthy, elite quarterback, good coaching, defense, those teams make the playoffs every time. Perhaps. So, uh, it was a battle for him last year making it though, man. He fought well, for it. Yeah, they he came back late. Yeah. yeah. The year before, they were three and three, two and three. Were they? Written off. Really? Yeah, really. Losing yeah, to the Rams and all that. Hmm. And uh The Rams always play them tough. Yeah. And always. Rams, I, defense, I, I, always. I said this to Daniel yeah, Tennyson yeah. earlier who called him on South Street Hotline. Uh division opponents, no matter who it is, you can throw away the records. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're gonna be tough. And uh so Having said that, I think <coughs> Seattle's a playoff team. Yeah. Playing something. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a question ball to me. I think they almost make it, don't make it. Though. I think it's right there. Like I said, right around 10 Two, wins. Yeah, I don't 10, think yeah. they are, are home field Slam advantage, yeah. win the division. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to compete for that spot. Uh, uh, depending, Romo stays healthy. You got Dallas. You got the Giants, right? Mm-hmm. Western's a big question mark, but they were a division winner last year. Who? Washington. Washington. Yeah, okay. Uh, Carolina probably have a really good record. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, you know, I'm, I like Chicago mm-hmm. and Minnesota around that same page to compete with G- Green Bay. So you have a lot of spots. Mm-hmm. To, to, after the division winners, the last two spots are going to be hard to get. You yeah. can see an Atlanta maybe taking a step just because they have an easier division. New Orleans could do that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's but, tons yeah. of teams. But I feel like one of those type of teams is going to come up. Somebody we don't really see happening right now. It's going to be out of nowhere. Yeah, hopefully it's Philadelphia. But, <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but I think other teams we just named. I think Seattle's. I would take Seattle over them on paper. I think yeah. Seattle. Like if you're just writing it down, they're probably a top what two, maybe three or four team in the uh, NFC. NFC. You know, yeah. so much like Kansas City is. But uh, I just think the it won't play out for them. Me and money win. Yeah, yeah, we won. Yeah, yeah I agree with you, CJ. Yeah, <laughs> I agree with you. Just because you all agree doesn't make you right. Everybody's hey, entitled hey, to be wrong. Hey, hey. Uh, but we'll, we'll definitely see. I don't uh, think the cabinet is, is is as stocked as it has been in the past also. What do you mean? As far as, like, they've always had a deep-ass team. Like, they just kind of bring guys in. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't look like it's as deep as it has been, you but, know. You know, yeah. I said this when we started talking about them. I think they're transitioning. And as you you alluded to, they started last year when Beast Mode got hurt. Of more of Russell Wilson's team. He's mm-hmm. now the guy. As Beast Mode was the face, 
Russell Wilson is now the guy. Uh, and I think he's elite. Like I said, I think he's the third best quarterback in the league. I agree with that. Um, but uh, I disagree. Yeah, I know you do. You think he's <laughs> – what do you think, about fifth or sixth? Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. I, other than uh, Brady and Cam Newton, I think Russell Wilson's the best quarterback. Oh, Aaron Rodgers, man. Come on now. Over Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I, 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 I'm going to have to agree with you on that, Q. Over Aaron Rodgers, man. Yeah, I agree, too. I think yeah. people are just looking too much into how bad the season was last year for Aaron Rodgers. It won't be like no, that No, what year. I'm looking into is watching him play. Mm-hmm. And as much as Jordy Nelson was out, you still have Randall Cobb. You know what I mean? James you, Jones. You're still yeah. solid. Yeah. Without Jordy Nelson. I disagree. Without Jordy Nelson, your weapons are still better than Seattle's. But I think Cobb's a slot guy. You know what I mean? He's better than what Seattle has. Yeah. Yes. Maybe so. Yes. Their their running backs I think are better than what Seattle has. You know, Seattle, Seattle has and, a, and Lacey and all Seattle that. has a better defense and offensive line. Defense all together defense, not defense. defensive line. But and offensive line is cuz I think that's the other than Jordy Nelson being out, I think that was a big key to Green Bay struggling last yeah, year. Because they was just getting lit but, the but fuck But saying Seattle up, has man. a better offensive line isn't saying much because we, we just stressed while talking about them that that's one of their weaknesses. That's their main weakness. And so. you saw it took them to the, about the middle of the yeah. year until they started gelling but, and playing well. But New England does that every year. Yeah. You know what I mean? Even offensive line. They may win games, but they don't put all – last year, what, New England had like eight guys. So right. I'm just saying you get it together late, you can still uh, – it's not too late to get that type of thing together. Uh, and I think Bay, they're playing five Don Capers. They get him out of there. Yeah, I agree, man. I I'm not buying. I've never been a fan of Don Capers. Yeah, I get him out of there, man. Money, is there anybody uh, coaches coming to see you think might be on the hot seat? Wow, man. Marvin Lewis. I don't think if he don't get it done this year, I think I said they won't fire him right away, but they'll start looking for a replacement. You think uh, he has to win the Super Bowl? Or not not or? win it, at least make it there. Okay. Make it to the Super Bowl. Make it to the Super Bowl. How many years have they been playoff contenders? What, five? The whole time he's been there. It's, it's time to get over the hump this year, to me. See, I feel like if he, did, if he didn't shit the bed, he's safe. Yeah. Like he'd have to really do something bad to screw this up. Yeah. Five and 11 might get him fired. Yeah, that uh, definitely might get him A playoff fired. berth, he's not going anywhere. Because you're not going to get anybody better. That's true, too. You know what I mean? Unless Bill Parcells or, uh, I mean, Bill Belichick's going to come out and play for you, coach for you, then I don't make the move. It's just looking strange to me. Uh, looks like that's about it, guys. Picano, man. Yeah. Chuck Picano, yeah. fire yeah. his ass. Well, yeah. We discussed it a few weeks ago. I always bring it up. I uh, probably brought it up on the show like 10 times. for that uh, show. I wasn't here. Uh, that's yeah. why I asked you about it. Uh, did y'all see the video of DeMar DeRozan? Yeah, uh, man. Singing on the thing and Melo just slouching. No, I didn't see that. Yeah. I just what? saw all them crazy dunks he's been doing. Old man game. Russell Wolfsburg gets $84 million over three years. I love it, man. Right? And uh, the reason he's there, the reason he stayed was to be the opposite of Durant. He's fired up, right? Uh, he wants to beat Durant with his Oklahoma City team. Uh, I've been saying for two years he was the best player in OKC anyway. Uh, mm. But now you got that taken care of. We talked about it a few weeks ago. You, this, your options were take care of it now. Or hold out for the end of the year and hope, or trade them in the uh, at the All Star or you know before the middle of the season. Uh, they did the right thing. You took care of them, mm-hmm. and now you got your elite player. And it's three years, so uh, you should be good. And I want to see him play on this kind of team, anyways. Team that's built around him. Yeah, he I needed agree. that. You know, he don't need another guy that's a superstar. Yeah. He'll be second up for MVP. Yeah, makes behind sense. Steph Curry. 
who LeBron will be in the mix too. Nah, Steph Curry will walk away with it for some reason. They already announced it. Him and Kerr are going to be Kerr's going to be coach of the year, <laughs> uh, and he's not going to coach till June, but he's going to be coach of the year. <laughs> so you got twenty six wins, coach of the year. <laughs> Boom. Uh, man, but that's how it is. Y'all see CP three challenging Michael Jordan at that uh, camp. Nah, man. CP3 needs to shut the no, fuck no, no, up. No, 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 He didn't challenge him one-on-one. I was about to say, no, man. No, no. Why are you trying to challenge Jordan, he man? Gave, man? What the hell are you trying to prove, he, bro? He, he challenged him <laughs> to where – I, I got offended. No, no, no. Let's, let's he, he challenged Jordan to take 10 shots, right? Mm-hmm. If he missed the shot, he had to give every kid in the gym a free pair of shoes. Mm-hmm. And Michael Jordan made, cool. Michael Jordan sunk every <laughs> shot, and he and, still didn't get him killed. And, and, and they were all jumpers, man. And you could tell when he challenged them. Michael Jordan's looking like, man, you mother. And uh, he hit every shot, yeah. ten for ten or whatever it was. And them kids didn't get no shoes. <laughs> Michael Jordan layup, <laughs> layup. No, I'm talking about three pointers, yeah. three pointers, eighteen foot jumpers. And his fifties, the man still has it. Man. He thinks he can still play in the NBA. I bet there's no doubt in my mind he believes that. He could yeah. be a role player. Yeah, if Vince could. Carter yeah. can still play. He can play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably right. After taking all this time off, if he'd have been playing all this time, nah, yeah, too many miles. Uh, well, that's all I got, guys. Anything else you guys want to chime in for this week? It, man. What about Nick Marshall, man? We should bring that up. Yeah, man, I sure meant to. I, didn't have it written. Oh, I right. feel like there's a couple of things, but Nick Marshall for sure, man. That's a crazy uh, situation. What to Nick that Marshall? is, man. Well, this is what happened: is he, he was a, a, a oh man freshman last year for Memphis State Tigers, right. mm-hmm. uh, but no one's been able to get in touch with him all off season. And uh, he said, "What he was working? Yeah, no, nah, he had told." the staff that he needed to be with his mom because his mom was sick yeah so tubby smith goes he stays in some random small town in uh tennessee so tubby smith goes to check on him and his mom just to see if he's doing all right make sure he's okay Okay. he's not even there so uh and his mom's like yeah he's with his his pregnant girlfriend you know what i mean so he just totally lied about everything he hadn't been doing any of his school work you know what I mean? He just oh man! So, so even if he wanted to play, he wouldn't even be able to. And oh. the guy really had a the door was wide open for him to come in and get some big minutes this year. We don't have anybody in the front court other than Dedrick Lawson. You know what I mean? So, uh, oh, man, yeah, it's it's a young guy, man. You know, throw throw his shit away. Mm. And he showed some promise last year. Really legit big man. You know what I mean? Big, big guy, like, what, 6'11", something like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, throw it away. Throw it away, man. Just lying to be your to be with your pregnant day, girlfriend. Man, yeah, man. man. But, you could have arranged to be with your pregnant girlfriend. Just do your school, work, and keep contact with the team. Why man. can't she come here? You know man, what I'm that's saying? That's an option. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, man. why does she – why do you need to be I, all the way in I think whatever? the kid just panicked. What do you mean? I think he's just panicked. Like, sort of like if uh, you were in – say you're in school. Mm-hmm. You're like, something bad happened. Man, screw it. I don't need to finish high school. I got to work. I go to work. I'll get my GED or something. You know what I mean? You just start thinking of alternative. I mean, that's the only thing I can think of to understand, man. You just freaked out. You're having a kid. You can't announce it. Uh, you haven't been doing your school work, whatever it is. So you're just like, screw it, man. Throw your but hands it, up. But if you're thinking straight, man, you're in a position to get a f- – not free. You're, you're playing basketball to get your education. But you have a, a degree, Lined up as long as you play ball, and you know, I agree. I'm just trying to think of something what, what his mindset could have been, and also, even bigger than that, 
you got a, the door is wide open for you to come in and play next year, big man. You know, there's not a lot of great big men across the country. You know, you come in, play right. You can make a name. You could have gotten the NBA, man. And you see Tarek Blacks in the NBA. There's these guys are just kind of making, you know, uh, carve out a role for themselves. You in don't got to convince you know? me, man. I'm just trying to think of a. That's just a huge fumble, man. And it, it hurts the university as well. Yeah. Uh, do y'all see about Trey Mason? No. Yeah. That's crazy. That's crazy right there. Well, no one talked to him. No one had talked to him all off season. Uh, he kept changing his numbers every other week or something. Run, running back for the Rams. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what? Why he disappear for? Because he what saying? He said he needs to warn the White House that the attack is coming. They what? said they're worried about yeah. him, man. They're really yeah. worried about yeah. him. He lost he, his mind. He, yeah, that's what they're saying. Now they're going to blame this on concussions. Uh, I'm sure. But man, I'm thinking he was drugged or something. Like Maybe. this is far off, like from something happened. Somebody slipped a Mickey or something, man. Yeah, some. That's what I'm saying. Something, something messed up his mind. This isn't concussions. There's no way. Cause he's what 24, mm-hmm. right? There's no way, man. That is already. But he's a conspiracy. He had to keep changing his numbers so people couldn't find him. Right now he's in the hospital. So, uh, hope that works out for him. Uh, nice little player, man. Yeah, you know when he did play, yeah. and well, you would think it'd be there, yeah. a good compliment to Todd to Gurley, you know. Exactly, but man. sad well, to see it is, man. Well, what I'm gonna do right now is I'm gonna send my love out to a uh, uh, member of our sports queued up family. Uh, big little Greg had a loss in his family, and uh, shout out Greg. Yeah, man. So we, you know, we feel his pain. Sorry, uh, Greg. Praying for you, bro. Yeah, man. Got yes, number sir, love brother. for him, and yes, uh, so I want to say that to him, and. I just want to say this because I was talking to another friend of mine and just look, life is hard, stressful, right? Uh, sometimes we have to take a step back, take a foot back to move forward a yard, uh, assess, evaluate, and then find out what makes you happy. And uh, Exactly. But there's nothing wrong with being stressed. There's nothing wrong with having doubt. Uh, just got to think positive, man. And Yeah, happiness is a mind state. You know, is. people always think like, you know, uh, if I just get to this point, then I'll be happy. Yeah. Then if I just get to where I can retire, I'll be happy. You know, and then you get there and you're like, I still feel the same. You know, yep. so you're yeah. you're we're all responsible for our own happiness, man. You know, and, and sometimes in life, man, I'm 36 years old and uh, I've learned through experience, whether it's a friend, a girlfriend or if you're a woman, listen, your boyfriend, whatever. Even a family member, right? Uh, sometimes you have to just cut your losses because there's nothing you can do, right? Because uh, people are going to drag you down. Yeah. And if you sometimes you need to do that for the other person too, because you're an <coughs> enabler. Yeah. You know, exactly. you're making it easy for them to keep being what they are. Exactly. You know? So you're I the mean, it's not yeah. even though you're cutting your losses and it's helping you, you're not necessarily doing it for a selfish reason. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you're doing it for their betterment as well, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you you know, so many times a lot of people good hearted people, like you guys are both good hearted people, right? Uh sometimes you do so much of being selfless, helping others, making sure other people are good or whatever, and you forget to take care of yourself. Self, right. You know exactly. what I mean? And every now exactly. and then it's sometimes, you know, there's a rule in basketball about taking the open shot. Sometimes you're being selfish by being unselfish. Right. right. And it's the same thing to life, man. Sometimes you're being selfish by being unselfish. Take care of yourself, man. Because uh, life's too short to spend it unhappy. And it doesn't have to be as bad as what it is. It could always be worse. But that's all I got, man. Anything else you gentlemen want to chime in? No, sir. CJ? 
Nah. All right, cool, man. We're going to get out of here. 35 South Florence, Side Street Grill. Check that out. OEM Network, Power to the Podcast. God is good. I'm Quentin Bailey. Thank you so much. I'm out. Peace. Peace. This podcast is a production of OM Audio and the OM Network. For more information, go to theoamnetwork.com.